1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Babe. I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Halls. You guys know that. Um, and I'm here today with an extra special guest I'm super excited about because, as you know, on the podcast, I talked recently about a seance that I attended. And you know how obsessed I was with the seance. And now with me today is Patty Negri, who performed the seance. Is it perform is it performed or conducted? conducted? conducted. Okay, because yeah.
0: performed sounds like there's performance there mm-hmm. like it, it would go into the world of acting and it, and you never know what you're going to get so there's no acting. Yeah. But conducted.
1: Okay, conducted. What a night that was. That was my first ever time doing any sort of séance or reaching out to the other side and I now just want to be like constantly in touch.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's it's kind of addictive, I must say. I've been doing it since I was a Literally a, a baby. I knew when I was like three or four years old that the imaginary friends little mm-hmm. kids have weren't imaginary. Um, and I literally, and I can get real information and talk to them and it wasn't scary. There was the scary ones and the non-scary ones, but I just thought it was normal. I thought everybody saw that. And I... And a little bit of obsession with the other side and not, again, in such a morbid way, just kind of obsessed with dead people. Mm -hmm. So I did my first seance. I was literally seven or eight years old. Oh my God. Okay. So
1: let's go back to when you're like three or four and can you describe like what do you remember like the first spirit or is it a spirit that came to you? I guess I think, I
0: think I had lots of different kinds of spirits. I think I've always seen in in the other realms, there's lots of different things. There's Mm -hmm. like what I probably even talked about at the seance. There's, Ghosts, which mm-hmm. are things that were living humans. Okay. Usually they've crossed over. They're fine. They just come to VAC to visit because they can. There's a few times there's the shades, the non-crossed over spirits. And those are the ones with a little bit of an edge to them. You know, maybe they didn't, they died violently or didn't know they were dead. And there's the ones you literally send to the light, send to the light. Um, th- so there's residual hauntings and that's the kind you get at the bed and breakfast where the lady in white goes round and round. She, the poor thing doesn't have to go circles and circles at midnight. That's just more like memrix It's more like video. They don't interact back with you.
1: Oh, so they're so just that's like a, there. Yeah,
0: that's residual. It's almost like watching video. It's like a tear in the fabric of something so strong happened, good or bad, usually bad. You mm-hmm. killed on our wedding night. Um, that it ripped the fabric and it just repeats over and over. That's called residual haunting or ghosts. Can you get rid of residual haunting? Um yeah, but see, see, most people like those, because yeah. that's the ones, you know, the haunted bed and breakfast, they don't do anything to you. Those are the ghosts that, that don't even see you, because it's like you're watching television. They're just
1: on their loop. Yeah, over they're on over. their loop.
0: Um, the regular ones, the ghosts, yes, you can get rid of those mm-hmm. um, easily. The other thing that you can find on the other side of the veil that you now like mm-hmm. is the everything else category. And those are things that were never human. That's getting into the elemental realm tree spirits you know fairy spirits the dragon world angel girl demon world um and everything else extraterrestrial if you want to go there the angelic realm yeah um all those things were not human but they live just the other side of the veil
1: so you're three or four years old you're playing with your toys or something that's where
0: we went (laughs) no okay (laughs) totally i went all over the place yes i was playing in my bedroom i was actually a really shy little girl and i played in my room a lot Mm -hmm. which again what they usually say kids with good imaginations they that's why they have friends but i played with my stuffed animals and my little rubber toys and my barbies and and i just had these playmates. Some of them, again, the guy under the bed, he was a little scary. Yeah, The guy in the closet was kind of traditionally a little scary. Like any guys that are
1: hiding in yeah, a closet in the, ex- or under the bed have exactly. nefarious...
0: <laughs> exactly. But then there are my these little playmates that I had that we would really just play and they'd be part of it. And when I think back about it, I'm not really big into the alien or extraterrestrial world, um, but I actually think some of those might have been other off-worlders of some sort when I think about it because some of them were sort of little like me
1: and did they have human features or they had
0: kind of human future could kind you of see human- them
1: like physically you like- see
0: them like different ways I even and now that I've developed this gift over my whole life sometimes you see inner eye sometimes you see outer eyes, sometimes you see exactly okay there's a guy here he says name is Bob he had Gray hair, balding on the left, one shoulder crooked, I see it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's kind of a hazy look, sometimes it's almost see through, and sometimes you just see it in your head. Mm-hmm. There's a it's a, sometimes it's the literal view and sometimes it's that third eye view. Yeah. Um, so and I think I would just be in my backyard. I think that's why I kind of fell into the elemental realm of things and the more shamanic world, the more pagan world, because you know, the tree spirits could talk to me and they told me what to do with rosemary in the
1: backyard. I would just know this stuff Mm -hmm. or they'd tell me. So did your parents growing up, did you talk, were they open to this kind of thing or how, who would like... Who was helping you during this Yeah, time.
0: luckily luckily they were. My dad was I mean, a great parent. Um, my dad was one of those just hard workers though, so not a big part of the picture. Mm-hmm. But my mom was like, Oh yeah, grandma used to have this too. Grandma always would know when somebody would die. Grandma said her mom would always come to the end of the bed. So it it, it was just something like a clairvoyance that my mom said was on our side of the family. And I think the best part of it though is that my family was, we weren't raised with real strict traditional religious values. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, oh, that's of the devil or anything like that. Um, Quite, we weren't raised with anything. Quite the opposite. Actually, my grandfather, my dad's dad, was a pretty famous psychoanalyst, uh, philosopher, hung out with the, the, the pseudo, the, the super intellectuals, Isaac Asimov, Carl Sagan. And he, my grandfather was the practically evangelical athe- atheist, leader of the Humanist Society of Friends, all these people who thought any kind of spirituality or religion was a weakness in itself. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't raised with any of that. I actually thought God was like a dirty word until... I think I was thirteen and I wanted to go to some some Jesus concert because there was some cute Jesus rock band or something. And I I I almost would have felt safer asking my mom if I could go to an orgy than if I could go to a church. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, you could do anything you want." I'm like, "I can't." There you go. So thus it began this being a seeker because again I saw energy when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. We would I would drive by a church or a temple or a mosque or a spiritual center and I would see the energy and I would see that and I to go in, I would know there was a vibration level there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Energy in the sense of like a color or just like a vibe that you're Sometimes
0: getting. a color and mm-hmm. sometimes a vibe. Sometimes almost like how you see sound waves, how you see or heat waves. Sometimes it looks like that. Oh, cool. Sometimes it steps into color. So I just knew that there was something there in that world. And even now, when I read my grandfather's books, uh, again, he had this huge following. He wrote lots of books on creator and the creator, religion, sex, philosophy. He's pretty cool. But now I read his books and he's not opposite thought process of me. He actually just used different words where he'll put in science and he'll put in, you know, physics and this and that. Um, if you get, take it down to the energy level, like I do, that through line, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter if you put the word God there or universe or great creator or science. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that, you find that one truth that goes through all of them.
1: Well, and I think in like, physics you start to learn about energy and i mean i'm no scientist by any means but like it's interesting to think about when you have like two plants next to each other and a plant that you like send negative energy to or say like i hate you i hate you that plant will not grow and the plant that you're giving like love to will grow and that's like not something that you can see no which is kind of like what you you're existing and your career exists in this world of dealing with things that you you can't can't see see. right but you know are there yeah Mm -hmm.
0: so that's why the words like faith come in but faith doesn't have to go into a religious setting it's like trusting i i don't know it's 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 been a very interesting life though i love it yeah (laughs) it's like Takes me all over the world.
1: So when you were seven or eight, you did your first seance. Yes.
0: I, um. Who were you with? Well, I was with my very best friend, Sherry Jones, who lived next door. Okay. We Where were did you grow up? I grew up, um, in Lakewood by Long Beach, okay. Southern California, suburban Southern California, mm-hmm. perfect little mid-century houses, perfect little neighborhood. Um, and I went in my little, the little hallway with no windows, you know, one light turned off, closed all the doors. And I'm like, we're going to talk to the dead. And then I realized I really didn't know anybody dead. (laughs) It's like, I'm (laughs) seven. All right. And I'm like, well, Marilyn Monroe and John Kennedy, they were the most famous, the only people I could think of that were dead. Mm -hmm. So I came up with my first chant, I think, and my first, whatever I was going to say, and just kind of amazingly, my windowless lightless, hallway filled with orbs and lights and shadows things flying through it almost like we were in a discotheque or something sherry and i you know grabbed hands and ran out screaming mm-hmm. but inside it was like yes yes i you got did this it. i did it i knew it's real so i've just been been a seeker my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I've studied my whole life. I mean, I I think it's anybody can learn the gift and all that. But some people are born with it more than others. Like anybody can learn to play piano. I took piano lessons for years. I'm not that good at it. (laughs) But some people just play beautifully. But I think anybody can develop that gift. But I've studied it my whole life too, because the innate gift of it, why not understand the cosmologies and science and spirituality and everything around it? Because, you know, knowledge is power in that sake. So if I go into a, a haunted house, because like what a, a lot of the TV stuff I do on Ghost mm-hmm. Adventures, you're going into crazy stuff. You might meet some deity, demon or whatever from a Hindu god. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I want to know how to deal with a Hindu god or yeah. a demon or whatever.
1: So you're self-taught mostly? I, or I'm, did- I'm
0: studied my whole life. Mm-hmm. Again, no, I am... I, inner knowledge, which I call it's in the blood, mm-hmm. but I, there's not a week still. I'm not in school. If I, there's something I don't know, I'm going to study. It's like, Oh, Peruvian shamanism. I don't know enough about that. I'm going to study that for six months or a year. Okay. Regular shamanism, Native American culture. Okay. I'm going to get some hoodoo root magic. Cause that's very similar to what I do, but different. Okay. Chaos magic working. I just throw it all in one great big cauldron or pot and, and find that. through line truth with all of them Mm -hmm. and throw out what doesn't work for me and keep you know we each find our own truth but it's great knowledge to take in when you do cross over the veil
1: yeah where do you find most of your information like when you're studying do you look to the internet is it like libraries or specialty shops that have like the kind of books you're looking for or is it like even getting in touch with other people that know someone else yes, that connects you with someone? all of the above. Okay. Once
0: you start getting into the world, there is a whole world there. But mm-hmm. yes, I've studied occult sciences. Here in Los Angeles, it's really easy. There is a lot of good information to be had, um, whether more new age metaphysical shops or old world stuff green man the green man in north hollywood is brilliant it's run by traditional british witches which is a whole different cosmology than i work mm-hmm. but they offer classes in a million things um the crooked path just opened up in burbank by my friend sal, sal santoro he's more ceremonial magician which and and but he teaches hoodoo voodoo, not him, but bring people in. We're in a city this city at least is filled with people from all over and experts in what they do. It's like, Okay, now I'm gonna go a little new agey, I'm gonna study crystals with so and so, or singing bowls with that, or I need a little no more Buddhism here. Yeah. And it's uh, it just keeps expanding.
1: Mm-hmm. So when, so what do you call yourself now? Like if you have to describe your job, like you're saying, like
0: <laughs> I am a, I am a, I'm a psychic.
1: Uh-huh. I'm a medium and I'm a witch. Okay. I'm a good witch. A I good use the witch. word
0: good witch okay. because I like Glenda, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. white witch <laughs> sounds funny to me and white witch. That's, that's too black and white. If that mm-hmm. makes in so many different forms, but good can mean a lot of things. Yeah. Um. I do believe what a witch means to me is that I do believe we can take fate into our own hands and change fate. It's not always where fate leads us that we can design our own life. Mm-hmm. Um. To so witchcraft itself is not a religion. Witchcraft can be a religion. You could be Wiccan. You can be, uh, strega. You can be ceremonial. You can be druid, but. It doesn't have to be a religion. It could just be the practice.
1: It's a practice of like grabbing life by the balls. Basically, it's
0: grabbing life by the balls and creating the shifts you need. Mm-hmm. And to do it again, you do have to have a sense of integrity and virtue. You have to know right for wrong because that's where you'll get in trouble. That's why I call myself a good witch. I'm not mm-hmm. going to do anything manipulative to anybody else.
1: To not try and like hurt someone else or and
0: not even just hurt, just control anyone else. Like yeah.
1: the difference. Like a love spell like, like or something. A love spell.
0: Like, if somebody wanted a love spell. Mm-hmm. Great. I can help bring you the love of your life, but if you wanted a love spell on somebody specific, there's not enough money in the world to get me to do that because you don't have that person's permission. Yeah. We're doing it against their will, so I could probably make that person fall in love with you, but it'd be the worst relationship ever. They'd be obsessed with you. They'd be the stalker who hated you but didn't know why, but called you a thousand times a day, Yeah, and the kickback on that would be ridiculous, Mm -hmm. you know? Have you seen that happen
1: with oh, other people? Yes, I have. And mm-hmm. people,
0: again, and they try to talk you into it. Oh, but we're soulmates and we're supposed to be together. And you just got to pull them away from their wife. No. Yeah. Did you they know, find
1: someone else to do it?
0: Um. Yeah. Pe- often you can. And then people come back to you. They'll come back to somebody, you know, in integrity who knows what they're doing and, and say, now take away this love spell. I can't get rid of, <laughs> you know, this you know, obsessive Bob. Yeah. You know,
1: like, well, what are, What is a love? Sp- like what goes into a love spell?
0: Um, I work almost like cooking, <laughs> I, except that I'm a bad cook. But, but a bad but cook,
1: am a, a good witch. A good witch, I'm a bad a good, cook and a good witch. A good witchy cook.
0: A good witchy cook. Yeah. And a, yeah. And actually, for being a bad cook and being a good witch, I made it on. I beat seventy thousand people to be on Master Chef because I'm a good witch. And, oh love. And it took them that long to figure out I was a bad cook. <laughs> but I went in with played the whole witch card and showed them about magical cooking, which way to stir and what ingredients do things. I've done a lot that way. Mm -hmm. I just, I was better in the, the cooking part of it. But the other part, it's really, it's like I work elementally air, fire, water, earth, just Mm -hmm. like native Americans do just like Peruvians, any shamanic people, root workers, you're, earth is your grounding, who you are. Mm-hmm. Your, your fire is your passion, creativity, love, sex, God. Your water element is your emotions, the the stream, the thought, the just the emotions running through, the ancestors. Mm-hmm. The air element is your thinking brain, your thought process, focus. So if you want to bring a love spell, you want to bring, it's like a little flower, a little sugar, a little milk. Okay, you need a little passion. Okay, I'm going to do a red candle because passion in the red candle for that. Oh, but roses mean love. So for the heart part of things, for the flow of Things I need to, I'm gonna put some rose petals. Oh, it needs to flow, it needs to be a motion. So, I'm gonna do it uh, you know, uh, do something floating on water. Mm -hmm. So, it's literally like bringing in ingredients, it needs some grounding here. So, maybe I'm gonna put a crystalline or a rock, or I'm gonna go do it at a crossroads at midnight and so and so so it's literally just adding elements you can get really complicated it's got to be friday because it's venus for love and at the saturn time at 12 or 1 p.m of a waxing moon or i i i go for simple is better yeah i do work moon cycles hugely waxing mm-hmm. moon i add waning moon i release full moon you do anything you know the dark moon is more contemplation mm-hmm. um but again it could be Some of the simplest ones are the most effective. That depends on for you.
1: And if you're working those four elements at a lot of the time, it sounds like it comes down to your intuition of what you think is right for that moment.
0: There's, of course, going to be 100,000 books written on just like there is on anything. Mm -hmm. Oh, reds for passion, pinks for love, greens for healing. This is for money. This is for them. And that's that's true. All those attributes, just like people who are into crystals. Quartz crystal is this, black tourmaline fights negativity, wrote all the different stones. But the real truth is what it means to you. Yeah. If to you bright purple is what means love and passion, use a purple candle, not the red one some book or somebody else told you you'd use. Yeah. It's finding your truth. And in and in this practice, especially as you get developed into it, you learn to trust that first. It's cool because it's the kind of thing that's accessible to anyone, anyone. And that's what my, my book's coming out is I'm shooting shooting picture, shooting <laughs> pictures, or <I'm> not <laughs> shooting pictures. I, I hope I haven't seen them yet <laughs> of, of people. I am sitting with sugar from the kitchen and salt from the kitchen and mm-hmm. milk from the kitchen. Nothing fancy. You don't have to have eye of Newton dragon's blood. Th- those are great products to have. Yeah. But it, it's, are they it, expensive? Not necessarily. No, okay. actually. No. Um, no, and again, there's...
1: Uh, but You work within what works for you. You make you, whatever you have yeah. work for you. Yes,
0: and, and that's...
1: And take power in your own you life or in your, your own, own hands. Thing.
0: Again, you have... It starts with your intent. To me, the secret of everything is mind... Body, spirit, connection. Mm-hmm. To me, 200,000 books are written on that. Mind, yeah. body, the whole self-help section, the spiritual section, the mm-hmm. psychology section, every section.
1: It feels like people are getting more into that and more open to yeah. that kind of stuff now more than ever yeah,
0: before. Yeah, some of the old belief systems just aren't holding up in, in modern times, in what our world is. I also, you know, whether it's your religious beliefs that just aren't keeping up with science or technology or humans or anything. Uh, Also, we are changing as we move into this age of Aquarius. I'm not as, that they sang about in the Mm sixties. There is no more solid ground. It's it's not black or white, right and wrong. Our parents, parents, and this is what I know. It's, there's no solid ground. It's getting liquid. We've got to be able to float. We've got to be able to reach further.
1: Mm -hmm. So if you're, I want to go back to like the thought about doing a spell on someone Mm -hmm. else Mm -hmm what goes into something like that like is that the type of thing like my real my most like major reference for any sort of witchcraft mm-hmm. is the craft uh-huh. which i'm sure you've seen <laughs> course, and like yes. people talk to you about that a lot yeah. but it's like the binding spell where they're wrapping a photo of someone and like binding them from doing mm-hmm. harm and then like it does it always involve like a picture of someone else or um, it, it, not always no there's again lots of ways to do it and i
0: do believe in defensive magic is fine
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i would not be you know to keep them from hurting themselves to keep them from hurting you to keep them uh you know you don't want people running amuck upon you it's not yeah. sending them bad you know and now die in hell no no but it's just you can't hurt me um binding is good i've I freeze people. I wouldn't, <laughs> that's the best. Oh my Why God. How a- do you do a freeze? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whether if you have a picture of them, great. Otherwise okay. write their name down on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. put it in a sealable or really tight sealable baggie. Like
1: a Ziploc. Like a
0: Ziploc okay. baggie. Fill it up with water. You've basically
1: filled the Ziploc up fill with water, with
0: Water. put okay. in their name and written on a piece of paper or picture, put it in your freezer. You've <sighs> just frozen them out. You've put them in an ice cube. You don't want to keep them there forever and ever. Cause, no, but you want but to like... to keep them that they can't hurt you. People going through stuff. People are out to get them. Keep them there as long as you need to. Then hopefully they'll just wander away because they're not getting the satisfaction from you anymore. They're not able to hurt you anymore. And then one day you could just toss it out. Mm-hmm. But you, be careful when you're putting it in. You're not wishing them bad. Because again, when you... When you create that world, if you create a word, oh, curse you so and so, anything that you put out, you get back. Times in, in three. The old, yeah, that's that the, the Wiccanry. That's okay. the Wiccanry. That is, to any, again, that's a simplified 1950s version of what Wicca has become. Yeah. It's great. It's a great rule to go by. I think it's reality a little more complicated, but that but that's perfect. Mm-hmm. But again, if you live in a world, you put out curses, you live in a world of curses where you can be cursed. It's doors you open. Yeah, it's, it's You don't want to open the door of, you don't want to turn it into the witch wars or the this or that, which happens <laughs> don't in the want movies. A witch war. You don't yeah. want a witch
1: war. <laughs> um,
0: so again, when you're putting in there, so this, this person or this situation cannot hurt me, cannot affect me, my home, my Life, my mm-hmm. family. I'm freezing them out from that,
1: and it can and be he, a person or a situation or just it, like anything yeah. that you're trying to like freeze out of your life. Yeah. Okay. What do you do with like? Because I feel like my I'm personally experiencing and opening up a side of myself that's like has a lot of rage, right? And yeah. so what do you do to get rid of that or channel that into a good place? Okay. Like I I wouldn't want to curse. I would want to curse someone, but I also don't Don't want to have a craft situation. I
0: have the best thing. If you want to know my, uh, even the reason I created my book Mm -hmm. uh, and I have a 30 way thing to balance you out. I'm going to go back to those elements. Okay. This is for you, Laura. You could do this. Anybody of your listeners can do this. Um, Put your, put your whole life into those four basic elements. We live. Mm -hmm. Air, fire, water, earth. Your earth is your sense of who you are. It's, it's your persona. Oh, that's so and so. She's perky or that's so and so. It's your home. Mm -hmm. It's the woman's womb in women, but you're, your earth is your persona, basically, who you are. Mm-hmm. Your fire is your passion, creativity, that love, sex, God, spirit, magic, all of that. Um, that's the north and south and the column I wear. But where we get off balance is the west and east. And I'm making an airplane with my arms right now. West is our water, it's our emotions. And think about it. Water is 70% of our body, mm-hmm. water is seventy percent of our planet. Our emotions just have to flow. They can't get stuffed down and ignored and put in the corner and uh, you know, it just flow of the West. Yeah. The East is our air, it's our thinking brain. it's our focus, it's our clarity. Um, so if your whole life is into those four elements, air, fire, water, earth, it's basically you're grounding, your persona, mm-hmm. your passion, your emotions, and your thoughts. And it's the emotions and the thoughts, the East, West, that get off balance. So the next time you're not as happy as you could be, again, you're this gorgeous woman in a gorgeous place and every day should be, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Mm-hmm. If you're not that happy and just like, ah, yeah. Um, or maybe you're not being as productive as you can be. Mm-hmm. Or equally important, and again, in this crazy world, not as conscious as you can be. You don't want anything biro, by- phoned in, asleep at the wheel, uh, automatic pilot. That's just wasted breath and wasted time. And we go through life. That's kind of what the world wants to do to us. Get stuck watching TV, eating, shopping, whatever, all those things you do, drinking.
1: Yeah, just, you want we're just like kind of tuned yeah, out. Tuned and tuned out. And numbed out. Mm-hmm. So
0: so again, if you're not as happy or productive or conscious as you can be, instead of staying in that state, which we usually do, just go, no, no, no. Okay, no. Which element is the most out of balance right now? Which is the most is keeping me from the full expression of life? Is it my emotions? Am I raging mad about something? Mm-hmm. Somebody cut me off on the freeway. Somebody mm-hmm. done me ra- Am I sad? Am I scared? Am I worried? Am I feeling betrayed by a lover? Am I angsty? Whatever that is, big or little. Um, held inside and smothering or screamed out the window of your car, justified or not. If it's your emotions getting the best of you, that is your water element. What you need is water, running water. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we know the secret to life. I'm going to go back that mind, body, spirit connection. We're not, we're never going to surpass what our head believes, our thought. The psychology is one third of it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be easy. It's going to be hard. I'm going to succeed. I'm going to be rich and famous. I'm going to struggle. Whatever that is. I'm going to yeah. eat. I'm not going to eat. We get that. Our body taking action. We get that. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm not going to go to Jack in the box every day. But the third part, the spirit. Cause if you have one out of three, that's wishful thinking. And some people go through life wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Two out of three is hit or miss. Miss as often as hit. Three out of three is always a home run. That's where, that's the secret. That's where miracles happens. That's affirmation. If mind, body, spirit is it. And we've just put our whole life into four elements. Those elements can be the spirit behind it. Mm-hmm. Cause the spirit, that's the non-tangible. It's hard. It can be done through your belief system, could be done through prayer or affirmations or vision more boards or spell crafting like I do or ritual or, a thousand different ways but if you take it down to just the element so now it's your emotions you're angry you're you're raging about something and you and um and you can't jump in the shower but think Mm -hmm. how good that feels yeah and that's still only one or two out of three but you could always find running water bathroom sink kitchen lunchroom pouring a drinking fountain a hose pouring a bottle of water on your hand so walk up to the water turn it on first you set your head Your intent, because whether you're talking to God or your brain or the water element or yourself, it doesn't matter. It's the intent. With this water, I'm going to release this rage or fear or angst. Run your hands underwater for just 30 seconds. Because you know we have portals in our hands, the fingers and the palms, how healers work with their hands. Mm -hmm. We have portals. So you've got your mind going, your body's taking action. The water is the spirit for emotion and Without doing anything else, within 30 seconds, that rage will flow down the drain, that fear, that anger, that betrayal, that angst, whatever you're feeling in a healthy way, instead of being held in your chest or held in your heart or held in your jaw, all those places, you released it. Mm -hmm. So it's gone, really gone. And then if you need to deal with it, now you can deal with it because if you're not so angry at the person to go talk to them or whatever. Yeah. So just remember water for emotions like tears. But the thing where most of us are getting right now is life is so fast. Nobody breathes anymore. Mm-hmm. We breathe shallow and fast. That is our air element that affects us that affects chatty brain and foggy brain. And when do we not have overthinking? I could do this. I'm not going to do this. What's going to happen here? Or the foggy and that makes or hormones. And it's because we're shallow breathing and not breathing. Um, so everybody needs to remember to breathe
1: deep. And meditate.
0: And Meditate, yes. But And yes, meditate is great. But if you have 30 seconds to pull your life together, mm-hmm. literally, and you can't go meditate for a half hour, I, what I do is hecka work. It's Egyptian magic, it's sound magic. We know sound affects us. People take sound baths. Music, music can invigorate you, put you to sleep, whatever you want. Heka work is voice magic. Every sound that comes out of our mouth actually has an effect on us. Egyptians, it, that's why people chant. We're not just the nam ho ringo it's the mm-hmm. sounds what we make, form and function. But without giving you guys a whole lesson in Hekas, vowels clear the head period mm-hmm. any vowel, any order it literally that's why every sacred word's a vow amen om whether you're singing hallelujah or hey you yeah, hey, yeah, around a campfire mm-hmm. or nah, 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 <laughs> india doesn't matter it's open up this crown of illumination in mm-hmm. the head so next time you're going shut up i should go over here i don't want to go over here what's he thinking i should do that da, da. or again foggy maybe you have an important presentation or a speech you're, you're just not you're feeling up, just, up to just snuff. Not feeling up to snuff clarity thinking focus anything of that Mind, body, spirit. So uh, talk start with your head. Okay, I need to call in the air element. Focus, clarity. So 30 seconds of deep breathing, 30 seconds of vowel sounds. Again, any vowel, any order. It could be ah uh, or ohm or e-i-e-i-o. <laughs> and within 30 seconds, you will actually notice the chatter in your head begin to stop. Any fog begin to lift and the clarity come in. Mm-hmm. Those two alone, emotions and thoughts, thoughts and emotions, water and air, can be a game changer for you. All of a sudden, the expansion and the balance you feel in your life is amazing. The clear thinking, the clear emotional place is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, for Earth, Earth is Earth. We don't get in nature enough. Hug a tree. Get yeah. barefoot on grass or dirt. But if you can't do that, if you're on the thirty-fifth floor of Sony or your office building or whatever, and you just can't go stroking the house plants because they're plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, any touch anything that's wood or stone anything it could be a crystal it could be a garden rock it could be a granite countertop marble floor pencil a wooden chair a wooden desk there's always something that's wood or rock or stone mm-hmm. piece of a, a stone on your ring an opal or a diamond um that's your touchstone that's the spirit so it's like you know maybe you're just not feeling grounded you're going into something important or maybe you're just out of your body we also in this moving into this age of aquarius go out of our body a lot. I just like, wait, where are you? I don't, I don't know where I was. Mm-hmm. So again, you just need to get grounded again, grab onto that pencil, that chair back, that ground at countertop or crystal or whatever, hold on to it, set your intention. I need to cool in the earth element, whether you're calling mother earth herself or the tree spirit or the rock spirit, doesn't matter. Breathe into it, deep breathing. Cause remember everything is breath. Cause breath is pneuma it's life force that's the only thing in our lives without it for just a few minutes we're just dead mm-hmm. dead and the moisture in our breath most people don't know that is free will that's why just not that's why some cultures spit like some italians it's like oh what a pretty baby and they spit mm-hmm. that's a free will thing no you don't have to spit though just your breath has <laughs> moisture in it so the so um you know as you're holding that pencil or hold that would just breathe into it hold it Everyone feels this one a little differently. I literally feel it like this warm earthen blanket wrap around me and I'm safe and I'm coddled. Some people feel it like tree roots from their feet and they feel strong. So however it feels for you, again, you're calling in that earth spirit. You've got the mind, the body, the spirit, always a home run. Mm-hmm. And the last one for fire, um, because... Fire, maybe you've got a hot date and you're not feeling it, or creative project. That's the artist in you. That's the creative in Place you. Places where
1: you want passion. This is where in you want life. the
0: passion with it, or even spirit. You want to talk to dead ground, but that's in, in Christianity. The Holy Spirit. That's the spirit. That's the fire, dragon. Mm-hmm. I work with a lot of dragon energy. Um, so, so, or maybe you're just tired. Maybe you just didn't sleep good and you've got all the earth in the world, but you got to get up and start your day, mm-hmm. and you need that fire and you can't dance around a bonfire which is my first choice always <laughs> but if you can't dance around a bonfire when you can't when you dance around, around a bonfire. Dance around bonfire um again go to the go to the sound magic the heka work mm-hmm. the heka for fire is z, z. 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 that's it. asking any like eight year old what does a bee sound like buddy z. that's that kundalini energy so again set your head okay whether you're calling pele volcano or fire goddess or Holy Spirit, or just passion within you, or dragon energy. I need to pull in the fire element right now. 30 seconds of zzz. Now, 30 seconds will seem like a long time. That was like one second. Mm-hmm. But within 30 seconds, you will start to feel a tingling in the base of your spine. It'll start to rise up your spinal cord. And within that 30 seconds, you're going to have the fire, passion, creativity, energy to do whatever you need to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And- that sounds like it would be a good writer's block really good writer's block all almost
0: all of those are good because it depends sometimes your writer's block gets you know the emotions i can't do this anymore i'm not any good i'm a writer yeah or the or the the head stop that the chatty brain thing overthinking yeah again
1: like you just described my entire process of trying to sit down and write yeah, something and like every single thing that i go through everything that you go through i know and that's again because it's all about finding that balance and it. it and
0: it's, this is such, I, when I came up with it, it's like, okay, I've read the 200,000 mind, body, spirit things. Mm-hmm. I'm a witch. I'm a pagan. I'm a shaman. And if, this rock has this power. It's like, well, this is easy. I don't have time to meditate for an hour. I don't have time to take, you know. It's it writers are the ones that take a lot of showers. I find too. I know a couple of TV writers and stuff. It's like, go jump in the shower. It's like, well, that's great, but we have a water short. It's just go run your hands under water for thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, I don't. The last thing I need is to take even longer showers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's just a really great. It could be like literally your superhero powers. Mm-hmm. They're free. You could do them anywhere. They take thirty seconds
1: and anyone can and benefit anyone
0: can benefit i've i've Love seen that. people work with kids and preteen kids and teen kids i've seen people get off medication for stuff with just ancient man knew this stuff ancient man was closer you know early man they lived in the woods or whatever but we've just gotten out of balance mm-hmm. and technology is great and i'm the Love technology
1: too, but we've, it just, we're not in balance. So these are just simple little things to bring it back. How do you know if someone's doing a spell on you? Have you ever had that experience? Sure.
0: Um, it's 99, know that 99.9% of the time that it's not when everybody thinks that they're recursed, or if you ever go to a psychic or medium or fortune teller that says you have a curse on you, run. You don't. 99. They're just Nine. trying to shake they're you down. They're just trying to shake you down and get some money and you have a curse on your family and you'll never find love. And that, 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 Yeah, that's a classic bullshit Mm -hmm. um but if you do feel you will start feeling restrained for something but that's such an easy thing to get rid of i actually it's i have it on my website all you need is a lemon Mm and some salt it's cleansing things um in but even that just like on the the love spell or the whatever you don't want to you don't want to say you know fred's putting a spell on me get the lemon um, it's kind of an exact wording thing, which isn't in my head, but it's not like sour spell to sour fruit. You must go there because that's your suit into this lemon ever bound. Now c- cures all ills with salt and sound. It's on my website mm-hmm. free. Um, but you're cutting the lemon and then you're salting the lemon. And you're saying this chant again, it's working with Hecka work. It's this is old Southern Conjure, it's old root magic, it's so effective. And they worked with what they have. Yeah. Then you set that lemon out to dry. Um you're not even even if you think it's a specific person, don't say the name. But the lemon will start drawing every negative thing sent towards you, either on purpose or not on purpose. Sometimes just the jealousy people send you create things, or the angst or whatever, or sometimes it is a real curse. We'll pull it into the lemon and the salt, and then when the lemon dries, which usually usually within a week, mm-hmm. you burn it or you bury it and it's gone. You feel it lifting.
1: Oh, I love that. And
0: sometimes it isn't a roller coast. Most time it isn't. Just, just we get into these things that happen.
1: Like a negative
0: spiral. Negative spiral the,
1: you feel like a yeah. woe is me or is poor me. me everything trolled all the time. Yeah. yeah. No. But then the lemon... Can be a good thing get, to get works rid of for that. Anything, I love completely. it completely. Lemon and freezing. Yeah, lemon and
0: freezing. Yeah, they, that one on my website. It's under my Witch's brew newsletters. Mm-hmm. It's called my favorite uncrossing spell.
1: I would love. Yes, and all readers need to sign up for this newsletter. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing that <laughs> well, I look forward thanks. to because it's a monthly newsletter. It's monthly, and I, yeah, yeah, and you I include like all lots of spells. Everyone is like kind of a marinating on a different theme, yeah. and it's really great. Yeah, and it, that it's, anybody can do. You don't that that have to be a witch.
0: Do. You don't have to be a psychic. You don't have to be able to talk to dead people Mm -hmm. my whole book is made for regular people not people who already do this
1: i love it so what um what about can we talk about when you were a teen like what you were like as a teenager (laughs) like early 20 something
0: um yeah i will i was fairly confused (laughs) no Uh, i mean i wasn't uh, yeah really because that goes to regular teen stuff too. um but I I really did want to shut a lot of it down through the 80s. It's just like, I just want to be normal. I don't want this. I would stick on hats to keep grounded. And you can shut it down. So mm-hmm. I would go back and forth from being... Well, now I'm going to be new age, like Charlotte McLean, or I'm going to do this, or to, 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 now I'm a witch and now I'm this, to, to shutting it down. So I think my, pretty much my, those developing years were a lot like everybody else with just a higher vibration of confusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is good. This is not good. Or since then, that time, I, I have learned to totally shut it down. Mm-hmm. I do not want to be like, Like Teresa Caputo, Long Island Medium. I don't want to be going around grocery stores going, your mother wants to talk to you. Yeah. Because number one, I don't think that's my business because... Mm -hmm. If they haven't asked me for that advice, it's not my place to give it to them. Yeah. Um. And number two, they she's a TV show. They know she's there. There's a whole film crew. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not talking bad on her. I think she's great.
1: Yeah. Um. But I I just, but you're just not like trying to channel 24 seven. No, I you have to live your life. I what's called a
0: hedge witch. I and I that's when I teach people to develop their own gifts. You have to learn to. I literally will lay my wishes broom across the floor. On this side of the broom is your regular life. This is where you pay rent, your mortgage, you have jobs and you do your responsibility. You have to pay your bill, all that. So on this other side of the the hedge or the broom or the threshold, that's where anything can happen. Mm-hmm. The sense of reason doesn't matter. Sense of gravity doesn't matter. Anything can happen. Is and that you- the same
1: as like the other side of the veil? Yes, okay. that is the
0: other side of the veil. So when you learn to, Be a hedgehog, cross back and forth. Both get stronger when you go. When you because you want to set down that reasoning when you go to that other side, that magical side. And I don't remember if I said in the in the stance so not just like let go don't try to judge things the second you try to rationalize or judge anything you're shutting it down mm-hmm. and if you're developing your own gifts just say okay i'm going to accept that for what it is if you want to analyze it wait three hours like did dead grandma just come and visit me it felt like her i don't know i'm just going to say yes i'm going to say i think that my alarm going off at 2 am or is whatever or she's yeah. talking to me just say yes if you want to analyze it three hours later, go, nap. that was just indigestion. I ate bad or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, But don't do it in the moment. And all of a sudden, your gifts will get stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And then you'll learn to step back over thing into the regular world so you're not one of those crazy people. I don't yeah. want to be one of the, I am way too able to see things. I don't want to be one of those crazy people.
1: <laughs> like someone that's just like overwhelmed yeah, with everything. Yeah, that's overwhelmed You need to be able their... to go back and forth.
0: Yeah, you have to.
1: So how do you like... How do you go between the veils if you're interested in doing that or like you're wanting to test out and see that power like is there a way to do that at home yeah there's
0: lots of ways again learn something there's a million paths to do it just Mm -hmm. find one because belief systems paths uh, to me it's just a roadmap it's a yeah. working map there's lots of ways to get from here to there in your so
1: you identify as a is a hedge witch?
0: no i I'm, I'm very eclectic witch. a hedge okay. witch is sort of a hedge witch, but uh,
1: what is I, a he- a, what does a hedge again witch mean? no
0: a hedge witch is again that that goes back and forth okay so i am i would say i'm uh, I used to have said I'm Wiccan, but I'm not really Wiccan anymore. I've studied traditional craft too long, and chaos too long, and ceremonial too long. I'm eclectic. I'm mm-hmm. my own whatever. I work. I work elementally though, because yeah. everything sort of works off a compass. You're doing and you work, and working within yeah, the element. And I work the elemental compass, okay. not the, where a traditional British works an air air based compass or spirit based compass. Okay, I study that for eight years. But it's not, and I do it, but it's not one I bring to the public because it's, it gets into philosophy over, it's a tree, damn it, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but to develop your gifts, there's lots of ways to do it. Again, you, and there's a million books on it and online, and there's good and there's bad advice. Of course, trust your intuition because that's Mm -hmm. the first lesson. This is all about intuition. And if you can't learn to trust your own, what is right, what is wrong, what is intuition, what is going too far and not going too far, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. But if you go, okay, this is, I have some, this feels right versus this feels feels wrong. Yeah. Cause, cause there's not going to be anybody else to tell you to go too far. Um, you know, start meditation practices are great. I like starting to move energy. How I used to start lots of people is with a candle, light a candle, like a taper candle and just you do some scrying with it. Just stare at it. Let your eyes glaze over. Ask it for messages. You can see it's a good way to learn to see through the veil scrying. Oh, I'm seeing shapes. I'm seeing things. Then learning to use to move energy. Okay, now I'm going to make the flame bigger with just my thought process. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the flame dance with my flame process. I'm going to make the flame smaller. Go lean left, lean right. And you'll see how much control we have with just using our energy. Because, again, you the more contr- it's like going to the gym to to work out. So then you,
1: you can run when you need to, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. And then what about, um, connecting with like spirits or presences on the other side of the veil?
0: Um, yes. Um, again, the, the biggest, I'm going to tell you a good way to learn how to do it. And the, the but the best thing to know, whether you're, playing with a Ouija board which isn't play by mm-hmm. the way I believe in Ouija boards I had the ones I've had since I was a little kid I've mm-hmm. got a dozen from antique ones but it to me a Ouija board is like a gun you have to know how to use it and it is not a toy yeah I don't think it should be to- sold at toy stores I don't think I think the whole set of directions should be completely different. This is a portal. This is, you know, be careful. Cause what people do wrong, what kids do wrong, what go, you go in there, anybody out there, any spirits, anybody really, you're gonna let, you can know, open the door to your home and so, you like let anybody come in. Yeah. In? No, be very specific about who you want. Who you, to want with. you want and what you want and what kind of spirits and mm-hmm. light beings or people connected to you, whether it's even a Ouija bar with, You know, love friends, loved ones, spirit guides. Be very, very specific because our intent is everything. But the good lesson to know is that this is our realm of existence. Mm -hmm. They do have to play by our rules. They do not have power over us unless we give it to them. Okay. And most people give it to them because they don't know better. When you see on TV... Or you're like afraid or something. Fear will feed a negative spirit. Anger will feed a negative spirit. Be more like a disciplinarian spirit, disciplinarian parent. Like if something comes in if something comes in and you're home and things are everywhere all the time, and yeah. we're still in a very anywhere near Halloween plus or minus a month, the veil is very thin anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so something comes in, if it feels good, don't be afraid to talk to it, because they like, they're probably staring at you, just like, "Hi, are you human? Are yeah. you? Or are you my grandma? <laughs> are you this? Were you? Are you an animal? What are, you know? Don't be afraid to talk to it. But if it feels bad, go get out. Mm-hmm. You are not welcome here. This is my home. This is my room. This is my
1: body. Yeah, and I've always, I've said that and yeah. maintain that that's like all under, you have to do. If that is all you something have to do. Weird that is all you have to do. And they have to obey. They have to obey.
0: If you have, but you have to believe it and yeah. they have to obey in the name of whatever you believe in. If you want to do it in the name of God or in the name of your cat or the name of your Louboutin shoes mm-hmm. doesn't, or just in the name of you. This is mine and you mm-hmm. can't. It works. Yeah. You know, it just works. So a, again, in learning that, that's the biggest lesson you can do for anything mm-hmm. and to learn to a good way that I do to learn to, um, Open that up your gift and to learn to talk to the other side. I have this thing I call dream school. It's on my website too. Um, a dream magic or dream school. Learn to do it while you're asleep. Lucid dreaming. It's like lucid dreaming. Mm-hmm. It's put a glass. What my method is put a glass of water by the side of your bed at night. Don't drink it. Don't drink water by your bed. If anybody does and you leave it open, notice how bad it tastes in the morning. Yeah. Ah, isn't it? It's absorbing your, everything. all your thoughts and everything thoughts over and the, everything night. and spirits and ghosts and emerge and everything. Mm-hmm. So keep your drinking water further away, a sealed bottle or a plate over the glass or anything, but right next to you, put an open glass of water. Um, charge the water again. Water is emotions. Remember 70% of our bodies so, mm-hmm. and it's a conduit. A glass of water is like a generator for you to spirit. So put the water down and say, okay, I want to learn to develop my own, um, mediumship gift my own psychic gifts my intuition it could be what is the meaning of life big question or mundane what outfit should i wear tomorrow or just show me what i need to know Mm -hmm. what you're doing is you are giving the universe permission to download you while you're asleep and that chatty judgmental left brain of yours isn't in the way yeah that's all it's doing so we go to sleep like normal at first you may or may not remember dreams or changes in dreams sometimes
1: it's not dreams it's just downloads um and it's good to write down yes. everything you Every, want to, because the more you start writing down your dreams, the more you'll begin to remember yes. and hold and on. And that's
0: what what I what how I suggest to people is: if you have a set time you get up, set your alarm for ten minutes before. Um, like I get up at seven, at 10 to seven, the alarm goes off. And then before you go, oh, I have to get up. No, I don't have to get up. Hit the snooze button. I just use my cell phone and, and and ask something. Go, go, okay, give me clarity, focus and direction for today or whatever. Go back to sleep. You're still in a different brainwave state. So go back to sleep. And then when your real alarm goes off in 10 minutes, you will have more clarity, focus and direction or whatever you ask. So then before you get up and throw out the water or water a plant with it, it's very fertilized. Um, just commit to at least two minutes to download, to, to, to journal, to Mm -hmm. write then and there. A lot of people, that's where a lot of people start automatic writing. Cause again, they're still in a different brain state. You're coming right out of it. Um, if you don't remember your dream or you didn't dream, that's all right. Just. Don't censor yourself. Just yeah. like good journaling, write anything. Any it's Kind of like emotions. the artist
1: way, where they it's say like your, the morning way. your morning pages, your morning pages. First things first. Before you can like start to kind of judge yourself and yeah. get into any. It's sort of It's just like thought that, pattern. but
0: even shorter. Yeah, I'm, I'm two all minutes. about time. Yeah. Two minutes. <laughs> if you want to do it longer, you can.
1: I like that you're budgeting time. I'm for budgeting everything. time. I hold like a thirty <laughs> second breath, a two minute ride. Right. Okay, I
0: gotta go. Yeah, busy like woman that. on the go. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I get bored fast. But no, so that two minutes. And then set your intention for the day. Again, that's where I throw in moon cycles, which I think we've gotten away from. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, throw out the water, since your... T- okay, the moon is, you know, the moon is full. Every full moon, everybody should go outside and just be in gratitude. Again, for everything you do have, everything you are, you know, thank whoever you're thanking, the moon, the universe, God. And then make wishes for what you want. Full moon, it's a two-day option. Don't get crazy with it. That is the time to just go... Uh, and I want this and I want to, I want whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the best magic. It's called drawing down the moon. And then the next almost two weeks while the moon is waning or getting smaller, mm-hmm. it's on every calendar. You look see it out the window. Yeah. That's you can time. add it to
1: your Google you can calendar. Add it to your
0: Google calendar. That's the time to let go of things. You, you know, finish your dream school in the morning and go, Oh, moon's waning. I'm going to let go of something. I worry too much. I'm not going to do that today. Mm-hmm. I procrastinate. I don't do that. Whatever. Just When you do let go of things on the waning moon, just like let go of magic on the waning moon, it goes with grace and ease. And then you get down to the dark moon, the new moon every month. Mm -hmm. That's the time to do a little contemplation. What do I want now? What do I feel now? Not what did I want last month? Not just what my family want for me. Not does the society want for me. What do I feel or want now? Even if it's a 30 second contemplation or a full thing. And then the next near two weeks while the moon is waxing or getting bigger, that's when you add into your life more love, more sex, more fun, more lunch with your girlfriends, more money, more whatever. So now all of a sudden you're consciously creating every single day of a month with two weeks of letting go what not good or bad, but no longer serves you. Mm -hmm. The contemplation, the adding what you want, the celebration of who you are and what you want, the good stuff in your life gets better so fast. The stuff you don't want falls away. Again, tapping back into just our natural 70% water body. It's not even that magic. Mm -hmm. We are affected
1: by the tides. Yeah, very much so.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Well, let's talk about um akashic uh, is akashic records akashic records because yeah. that's something that's really interesting to me. Yeah, can you explain what those are? Sort to of the in the my readers? version of that, yes, okay.
0: akashic records. Does you work
1: with those? yes, I do. Okay. I work
0: with them. I work. with I take people through them and mm-hmm. to them and look at things. What kind of deals we've made in past lives and things. Um but it's basically think of it as a library that holds all the information of the world or the universe or the whole everything mm-hmm. and all your inter- information. So you can learn to I mean it's you like could like the work book of life. The book of life, basically the book of your life. So the way I take people back into it there's lots of ways to do it and there's some beautiful practitioners that do many different ways. Um but I really take you kind of Let's go to your library. Let's go see. Let's bring out your section, whatever that looks like. And we, and I go because of my gift, I go there with you. Okay. What do we see in that, that safe deposit box or that this or that that? Do you see that thing in the corner there? Oh, yeah. What is it? And you look for things. You find amazing things, keys and jewelry and, and contracts and, and, and you find contracts and going through the contracts, look for things that are like, wow. I said something like, I never meet a good lover. I always meet the wrong man. Maybe we don't need to carry that contract with us anymore. Look for things with infinity symbols in them. Sometimes they can look real like space age, moving light up numbers. Sometimes they
1: look like old parchment. Is this Something. like a guided meditation it's, type of thing, yeah, or but we, like but a visualization? It's,
0: a, it's it's a guided meditation guided or a visualization. Visu- okay. I do it where we are, can see things together. Okay, that's
1: how I do past life stuff too. We kind of mm-hmm. go there together. Are akashic records and past lives the same, or they're, they're not, different?
0: Th- well, they're they tie together okay your past lives are your past lives Mm -hmm. and use and your akashic records will attach to all of them again like i pick bad lovers in every lifetime until you go up into that akashic records and decide to throw that in the fire or cut that up with scissors or burn Mm -hmm. it up or rewrite the contract
1: yeah and all of this is like on it's like not it's not physical like you can't see it right okay
0: well you can't again if you do a or you maybe see it or intuit it, it. Or, or intuit it or see it how you want to create it. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody else's library might look like somebody else's library. Just like even in working on the other side of the veil. Somebody, if if you see a dark spirit coming up, a demon coming up, your idea of a demon might be different than my idea of a demon might be idea different than somebody else's. We're all going to see it different. Again, mm-hmm. by our roadmap by our understanding, just like what movies we've seen to show us what we think a demon looks like. Yeah. Cause we can't think outside of our thought process, but we work within our thought process and go back and see what those little chinks in our armor are.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's like almost going back into all your past lives and history mm-hmm. and the decisions that you've made that your soul has made over time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, 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 Choices, good, better, and less better things, and um, and I find because how when I work with people, I we'll we'll take to Akashic records and we'll go to past lives and we'll go to future future soon future self, and that's really fun too. Mm -hmm. But one thing what I really see as people is where they we put blocks in us, and that's usually an early age this life, and it's probably triggered in by a past life, but you know it's like. I will look at somebody and go, wow, across your whole shoulders, you have the weight of the world on you and you put it on when you were, I'm going to say five years old. Mm-hmm. What happened to you exactly at five years old? And they'll tell me mm-hmm. it didn't have to necessarily be tragic or maybe it was, but they put the weight of the world right then. And yes, it might trigger into the Akashic records and yes, it might att- into past lives, but they've been carrying with them from five year old. So they have the knee jerk reaction of this five year old carrying them with them to adulthood. So mm-hmm. we go back and look at that.
1: So it's like a, it's a whole process of emotional growth yeah. mixed with kind of like metaphysical. Yeah, yeah, okay. it,
0: it's what it is. But again, it doesn't have to take a long time. It's more breakthrough training. You can go to to your inner child, like a psychologist can work with you with your inner child, and which is great. I believe in psychologists mm-hmm. and psychiatrists. And again, I come from a family of that. And or you like could visualizing, visualizing your thing. dark self or something right. like that. But what But what I do, if somebody, you go back and what happened to you, that five-year-old, I'm going to go send you to a bathtub, <laughs> light a white candle, throw in a handful of salt for cleansing, mm-hmm. a handful of sugar for sweetness, and a cup of milk for nurturing. Shut down your left brain. Get in there. You as an adult, look back. And then picture your little five-year-old person in there or whatever. And then don't remember anything. Listen to them. Let that child tell you that. Letting your inner child talk is not your grown-up remembering. Let them tell you their fear and thoughts and self-limitations... And you will also be surprised. Almost everything that your little kid telling you is what you believe now. We set up our parameters and limitations so young. But you're always going to hear things and that they got wrong. Because they're little kids. Mm-hmm. They're three. They're five. They're seven. And it's not even logical. Because you're not logical. It's because the wall is white. It's purple. Mm-hmm. So you're bringing in these self-limitations and that you're carrying them into all your adulthood. And they're so easy to let go of. Then just go talk to that little five-year-old kid. Okay, sorry you, you know. Whether you were molested by your neighbor or you just didn't get the flavor ice cream you wanted or you didn't get a good birthday party as, as your little girlfriend did. Mm-hmm. And where you put that block in to release it. Yeah. And it, it sounds can, like something can,
1: everyone could benefit yeah, from. Yeah. Everybody to some can. Extent. And it's,
0: it, 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 and it's easy and it can actually be really very cathartic and fair. It's really healing and mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah. It's like, wow, <laughs> what that five year old rip, you know? It's yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: and then like, where do you, put that kind of stuff once it's all done. Once you've let like a inner child speak to you or identify those well, blocks. Well, you or... correct them.
0: You work with them. Mm-hmm. Again, it, sometimes it takes its habit to break. Like, mm-hmm. um, so you might go, oh, when you get that thought process again, oh, I'm feeling it in my belly. And a lot of people hold things in there. People have stomach problems. Oh, I feel it in my belly. Oh, wait, that that's that old reaction. Uh, that's right. I've let go of that. So talk to her again. It's like... Say you bake some, cho- bake some yummy chocolate chip cookies and they smell really good, but somebody else ate them all. Mm-hmm. The smell that lingers. So sometimes those knee-jerk reactions waft for a little bit, but you've got to go, oh, nope, that's already gone. Yeah. I'm just smelling it still.
1: So. And you can't cut off you can't cut it off between who you were and the past. Like it's like something that's always with you. Yeah. No, that you you're like correct, working you with wanna and correct, correcting.
0: You want to correct again. You want to. You need to tell that little kid how fabulous they were because almost always it's attached to guilt, guilt and self worth issues mm-hmm. because that's what growing up is about and and shame and all this crazy stuff and guilt. So correct it. Let them know what a beautiful grown up they grew into. Let them know they don't know that they're still that scared three-year-old or Mm five-year-old. So become friends with them. I'll do different kind of journey work and meditations where, you know, we really do hang out with them or hug into more you become one.
1: What advice would you have to give for women? Because like getting into talks about self-worth, I feel like that's something that I struggle with a lot. And I feel like for women to come into their power and like value themselves and nurture their own self worth, like what do you recommend? For
0: yeah, them? I will. That's what I do recommend. Start with yourself because mm-hmm. the world's not going to do it. Men aren't going to do it until we do it. Mm-hmm. So, what I work with people, it's like uh, we've. Just societal and everything being being who we think we're supposed to be and pleasing everyone else and doing all that stuff. I start working again with yourself. What makes you happy? Do you even know what makes you happy? I mean, I think you're following your dreams. Mm -hmm. Many of us and many of us in the city are, but many people don't even think of that. What is your passion? I don't even know. What do you want to do? I just do what I'm supposed to do or what I thought. So it's like, and if you don't know what that is, have fun finding out. Go be a skydiver. Who's to say? <laughs> Take piano lessons. I don't know. Do something. Look into spirituality. Don't do that. Look into basket weaving. Um, learn to love yourself because until you love yourself, how can anybody else? Mm-hmm. And then, and then what, We And if we're not men, we don't want to be in the, you can't treat me right. We don't want a finger point. You better respect me. Because as soon as you point a finger, you're shooting. I see energy. You're shooting. It's judgmental. It's accusing. And they're going to get defensive no matter what. Mm -hmm. Even if it's somebody you love and whatever, nobody likes it. You shouldn't. You didn't. Why? Instead, enroll them in your vision. This is what, instead of, you should, I need this of me. I need respect. I need nurturing. I, I, I. Mm -hmm. The difference of energy. You're not even saying anything about that, but they will then want to live into that versus when you're telling them what they are
1: not doing. Yeah. So
0: if we can find our own self-worth and enroll everybody else
1: into it, open a space oh. for someone to either step into it yes, or they or, don't or not. and then that way it's not like i need like you need to do this you need right. to do that yes
0: and that it changes how it makes people again most people are good you know the yes there's a lot of people aren't but mm-hmm. most people are and they really do want to please us but again, we all have these defensive mechanisms. So all of a sudden, if we feel good about who we are as women, we feel that we are as worthy as anybody as women. And we are and smarter than a lot. We're different than men. Yes. But let's work on that, that enrolling how we do. And men have messed things up for too long. Mm -hmm. Let us do it our way. Yeah. But I have to start with yourself.
1: Are there any spells or like magic things that can help along with that? Or just like femininity or like feminine power or something like that? There's
0: lots of, there's a billion of them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of glamour stuff and mirror magic again, to really learn to love yourself. Really? My best thing is that I tell people again, starting to work with them is you got to get out of your comfort level. You've got to get out of your pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause And most of us aren't even comfort in our comfort level. We're just, we're just used to it. Yeah. Like I'm not particularly happy, but I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm safe. Yeah. So I start out with simple things like every day, do one thing out of your comfort level. It's not a bad thing, but like wear your hair weird, a lipstick you'd never wear, dress, drive a different way to work, do something, get out, get conscious. Cause it, that, conscious thing we've talked about earlier that not asleep at the wheel, not numb, just by rote, anything. Everything matters or nothing matters. Make it matter from what color panties you put on in the morning. And I'm real picky, picky about that. What color <laughs> panties you are. The secret to Hollywood?
1: What? Blue panties, dark blue panties. Dark blue panties? Yep. Why?
0: It's a high vibration color. Somebody told me that in the eighties and it's been true ever since. Whoa. And I have A-list Academy Award winning people who will not, not have a care. Dark blue panties clean. Male, female, doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, because it's, okay, think about it. Um, you know, if you go into chakras on it, the chakras go red, orange, yellow, green. The blue is way up high. Mm-hmm. You're putting them on those lower, those red, orange survival level st- chakras. Yeah. Even if nobody's going to see them, you know, unless you're trying it's out infusing. for dance dancer, yeah. it's infusing. It's bringing that high vibration. So you've got that mind, body, spirit. You're setting your head. I've got my, lucky, I will do good on every interview, every audition, every meeting, every writing thing. You've got the thing, your body's taking action, putting them on that dark blue color is the spirit
1: put those blue panties on always always <laughs> and
0: I freak out if this. I've worn I'm washing them out my hand now I put them dry I have to have because something could happen up any minute
1: my god I need to order I have yeah. been needing new underwear and you, I've been waiting for this kind of moment yes. to figure out what kind of underwear I need yes, to buy
0: yes I love that deep magical
1: blue A deep magical blue deep magical
0: blue and from there figured out and for other colors too again make it matter like you're, you're not feeling good about yourself wear your happiest panties you know whatever color that is for you mm-hmm. you know you want to feel smart, wear whatever smart color feels to you, to your, not just your panties, but everything. Yeah. Cause we're affected by color, mm-hmm. small sound, smell, sense, music, everything we talked about. Use that to our, uh, to our own advantage. Again, especially as we come into our own power. Um, What's your self-care routine? (laughs) My best self-care routine, um, is I go up to Lake Hollywood six days a week. Mm -hmm. I teach a free workout class up there. Um, it's, it's short, it's easy. It's called pace express, a little cardio pulmonary thing. And then I walk around the lake. I get three mile walk with the deer, with the turtles. And that's how I start again, six days a week. It's Mm -hmm. my sanity. Um, yeah because I'm in mean, nature, we solve all the problems of the world. It's a really eclectic group of people who come from, you know, again, my my 80 year old friend Merle to 20 year old people to world leaders to it's crazy and fun. Mm-hmm. That is my sanity. And then beyond that, is I bring magic into my life. You walk into my house, it's It's my house. It's like, just as is yours. This is your home and create your sanctuary and anybody needs to do that. I mean, even if you're living in a, in a one room, you're renting a room off somebody else's home. Mm -hmm. Practically, if you're living in a cardboard box, if you're lucky to have that cardboard box, make it your own, make it your sanctuary. You have to have that place, that cave, that even if it's a closet,
1: you know, where you feel safe
0: and and that you could be yourself. Mm hmm and have that time
1: you told me when we at the end of the seance you were like you're a conduit Mm -hmm. and I want to know more about that
0: oh yeah I see I'm not going to remember a lot of the seance because Mm -hmm. I'm I'm like, you channeling. channeling. Yeah. So I do remember that, though, because yes, because everybody came to you, everybody that I wanted. Yeah. But I mean, and and, and you were a connection for others, too. I do remember that, which means you're a very intuitive, you know, that mm-hmm. right? you're yeah. very intuitive. And you are very sensorial. Everything we were just talking about that you're extra affected by color, or sight, sound. So again, use that to your advantage. But you're a conduit. So You've got the little neon light that says, Come talk to me. <laughs> it's good. Again, you could shut it down when you want to, but yeah, develop
1: it. To like call people in or yeah, just like to
0: call people in or magic in or luck in or mm-hmm. opportunity in or love in or all those things we want.
1: I love it. I am going to develop that. You're a conduit. Put my blue panties on. And yeah, that's right. <laughs> start calling in. Let's do some reader mail. Okay. Okay. I have so many questions for Patty is the subject line. So I <laughs> um, floated out into a Facebook group that we were doing this recording and asked people to submit like specific questions. A lot of the times the readers like for other episodes will just kind of talk about different stuff. But I wanted to hone in because and take advantage of your skills and your own intuition. So cool. Um So, one, I'm single and in my mid-30s, and I've never been particularly good at attracting nor maintaining stable relationships. Should I just go ahead and have a baby by myself? I'm dying to procreate, but not sure if I should wait for a partner or if I'm destined to be a lone wolf, and so would be waiting for something that isn't ever going to happen and would pass right on by my fertility window by doing so. 2. Someone I love died tragically when we had some major unfinished business to attend to. I see him all over the place and see references to our inside jokes regularly. Is that him communicating with me or am I total babe? 3. I hate myself. How can I clear out that terrible energy? Four, three friends ghosted me this year. I've never had this happen before. What the fuck is going on? Lara, I guess I'm not sure if you meant general. How can we be more connected with things that guide us questions or things that were specific to us as individuals? But I'm looking out for number one. So I went with the latter. Please keep me anonymous. Okay, there's okay. a lot going right, on here. Oh, there's a lot here. going yeah. on there.
0: Um, whew, everything I've talked about so far yeah. is stuff that this it's person very, needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, including that white bath, salt, sugar, milk, and go talk to her little kid. Because she was three. Mm-hmm. She was three when she shut down, and she shut down her uh, right around her heart. I bet you she's not a deep breather at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, it didn't have to be tragic, but... It could have been, again, not getting to do something or seeing something with something else with relationships. That's where she's got to start loving herself again. Mm-hmm. Um, there is somebody for her that she can have children with, but her eyes are closed. She's her own worst enemy, definitively. Mm-hmm. Um She's got to see what she wants. I, I wish she was in my class. Again, that three-week class. We're going to do it one day. We're going to just throw it online or something. Um yeah. We get what we want. We get what we think we deserve. Mm -hmm. I would set a limit. Like, I want to have a child by blank age. I would like, I would like to have a partner if the baby's more important. So I would like to find a partner now. But I, I believe everybody really can. If they just have to believe it, you don't believe it. She doesn't believe it yet. Then she really can. Mm -hmm. So
1: she's got to visualize. You've got to. I'm hearing when you step, when. She says, like, this is what I want, but I can't find anyone. And then later on, it's like, I hate myself. It's like, well, you're, that's immediately stopping you from right. getting right
0: it, Nobody's going to fall in love with somebody who hates themselves. You got to find, first love yourself. Forget the partner part. You even don't even want to have a baby. You want to love yourself when you have a baby. Mm-hmm. So make you your very first project. Um, everything that we talked about, going out, finding a passion, meeting new people. If, reinventing yourself one day at a time. I feel like she needs to like give birth to herself. Yes. Yes. And give then like nurture that and nurture. And when you're following your passion, when you take that oil painting meetup group or whatever, that right person's going to come along. I completely see it for you, but you've shut it out. Even if that person walks by, you don't think you're worthy of it and you're going to shut it down Mm -hmm. Um, because you've always picked safe. And again, you've got to go talk to your little three-year-old. So there is a real person out there for you, but you're a person who should probably do a vision board, do a spell working, do a something. I have even, even on my website, really simple love spells that you could do yourself really safely. Mm -hmm. Um, or do something. But yeah. but what you're doing now isn't working, obviously. So that means you switch it up, whatever it was. Yeah. Change patterns, change patterns. Um, the the person, the unfinished business, um, I'm not connecting. I can't, I needed a name. I would need a, at least a first name. But do the dream school thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, try to con- connect with them. But if she believes they're seeing them, she probably is. Yeah. That's how it works, mm-hmm. and then ask for more signs. Ask for specific signs from talk to me. License plates. I've heard silly. Heard that really <laughs> works to via music to show me yellow butterfly. Whatever that thing is, and ask for ask for confirmation, and you can get it. And then again, try the dream school thing, or try a meditation, or working with a candle, or something. Love.
1: Hi, Laura and psychic friend. Wow, Lara, firstly, you're the shit. I'm so deeply thankful for you and all your beautiful soul guests. Wow, I found so many inspiring people through your pod. Aunt Freckles like a warm glass of honey milk with cinnamon and nutmeg and a warm blanket around you. Like, I don't know if that even makes sense, but I'm obsessed. Obsessed with every guest you've ever had on. Okay, for the psychic please explore please explore suicide. are people 's spirits still around after suicide? What do they say about their choice? I think about suicide like every day, not that i 'd ever do it i don 't think, but i it's that normal i 'm on antidepressants. I go to therapy one time, one time a week. What does it mean when loved ones that have passed show up in dreams? I've had two with two different family members where I was bawling and they were holding me and I was apologizing. It was super intense and lucid. These deaths were not caused by suicide. Also, what do you say about the state of the world right now? Are we under a bad omen? End times? Are things going to get better politically or environmentally, socially, emotionally? All these awful, tragic disasters, shooting, et cetera. I really hope you get a chance to cover these. Thank you for being such a light, Lara and friends. You seriously bring so me so much joy. By the way, I have a crush on you, but I don't think I'm your type. Lol. Be safe out there to you and all the different babe babe babes and babes in the world. Shit, even the bubs. Fuck it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great. Suicide, yeah, that's um that's a rough one. I don't recommend it. I've yeah. talked to a lot of people who have committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And They usually do resent, resent that. They, they're not happy they did it. Yeah. They, They, um, because again, they, they see how it affects everyone around them, even people they didn't think cared. Um, but some people that do it and they go through with it, they just were too much for this life. In some aspects, they really were not supposed to get past that, whatever age it is that they do it. Mm-hmm. And the draw is so strong. So what
1: determines that though? A
0: lot of things. It could be again, the strong Akashic records mm-hmm. that whatever you've, the karma you've brought into it. It could be often it is, um, drug or alcohol abuse is something that will let in dark things that aren't anything to do with you. There are little portals that open up things. That all of a sudden you start thinking bad thoughts that really aren't your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying anything bad about alcohol or drugs or anything, but when you get to that abuse place and it's bad things, you let in bad things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Period. Just darkness. That's darkness. Th- that's darkness. Yeah. And bad spirits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and real bad spirits that make you have bad thoughts. So mm-hmm. it's easy to fix, but it's just starting with the awareness. Um so the people that come to you in dreams, yeah, that's where people do come to you. So do that dream school thing we just talked about. Yeah. And they will be able to communicate with you. But what I see for you is that you looking at back at what you, the life you've lived up till now in two years is going to be so 180 degrees different when you change your, your attitude about things. Again, you, as we all are, are your own worst enemy and these thoughts you have a 180 degree switch is easier than a little switch. So it's, it's your perception of things and you just kind of fell into a dark hole. You know, everybody talks about that glass half empty glass, half full way over talking, which is true as to where you put your focus is where you live. Stop the suicide. Th- so I think, what do you want? Start imagining, dreaming, creating, visualizing. I like the wolf story better than that. Um, the native American story. It's not mm-hmm. my story. So better than the glass half full. So, Person on uh, email, there's two wolves outside your door right now. One wolf has got every bad attribute. That wolf thinks about suicide, picks the wrong person. Every bad attribute that you have or that you think that you have, that wolf is standing right outside your door. Right next to that wolf is this beautiful, perfect wolf. Every good attribute that you have is out there. You're living. You have 10 fingers and 10 toes. You like this podcast. You do all the good things in your life. That wolf is outside your door.
1: Liking this podcast is a key aspect, a of, key a aspect yeah. of a good wolf. That is a key aspect of a good wolf. Every good wolf watches this
0: podcast. <laughs> um, um, but I guess, which wolf lives? Only you can decide that. Which mm-hmm. wolf lives? It's the wolf you feed and you keep feeding the bad wolf and and it's a cross between sadness, worthiness issues, self pity, all sorts of things. I don't even want to talk about that. I'm seeing it that now feed the good wolf and your good wolf's going to fly. And the other one's just going to fade off into nothingness. Mm -hmm. And mark my words, if just the tiniest shifts with you are going to give you big outcomes, tiny shift, big outcomes that when you look back, something within right around two years from now, you will not even recognize this person that you are now. You will be so full of life and happiness with new things in your life.
1: I love the look back and realize how far you've come. Yeah. Hi, Laura and Patty. I was wondering what you can tell me about deceased parents making themselves known to their children. Is it common for parents to still try and parent after they've crossed over? my mother passed away when I was 18. And while she seemed very much at peace at the time of her passing, she got to say her goodbyes and even plan her funeral. I wonder if parents who have crossed over ever feel like their job is unfinished and attempt to send parenting messages from the other side. I hope this question makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yes, it does. And yes, they do. One thing that I've learned again, in talking to dead people my whole life, You are the same person uh, that you were. You don't become all of a sudden angelic or wise as anything. You wise up a little. What I always say is like, you get a higher perspective of things. Mm -hmm. Up in the heavens, you get a higher, you see the bigger picture more. A lot of the pettiness falls away, but parenting becomes parenting, become Mm -hmm. parenting. If they think they still need to do some parenting, you're going to feel it in lots of ways. Again, it's up to you, like we talked about earlier, if you don't want the parenting, just like, mom, I love you, but... I'm an adult. I don't need this. And guess what? You really can control that. Or take it for what it is or what it's worth. You know, just say, okay, thanks. I'll do it or not do it. Or maybe there's some good advice there. Mm-hmm. You would be a good one for that dream school too. Um, Again, yeah, or just shut it down. In, also in that dream water, you could put like, I don't want to talk to spirits tonight. You do A lot of people who have trouble sleeping, put put everything that keeps you from sleeping into the water and helps people sleep. But, but yeah, parents who are that kind of parent will still be that kind of parent. But mm-hmm. they're great. They, but they do have a slightly higher perspective and like, and a lot of the little things wear off. But my mom always with me, actually wearing my mom around my neck right now on a little, in a little thing. Oh, I Yeah. She, she leaks sometimes. It's funny. <laughs> like, what is that? Powder or cocaine? It's my mom. She wanted out. Um, but they're great, but she will be a little wiser, but still
1: her. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cause I always hear like or read about anyone that's had a near death experience, like feeling overwhelmed by like a white light or like a feeling of like love and just contentment. But it's nice to think that your personality, like you are still you, yeah. but just like in a like white light yeah. content loving thing, space. And kind
0: of like, I, I don't, it's, I I don't believe time and space exists on the other side, but they mm-hmm. show me all the time. They get, because I'm with people I don't know all the time. And I'm like, Okay, this person is sitting in a red cabin by a river, fishing in a chair. Well, that's what they did. Well, that's what they're still doing because mm-hmm. you have that option. You know, even if that red cabin doesn't exist anymore, they're still doing what they love. That's why spirits do go often back to places that they love mm-hmm. or that they meant a lot to them. That's why some cool haunted places like the Hollywood Roosevelt here in Hollywood or the American Legion Hall that people had so many good memories. They have good ghosts hanging out. You know? Not like the prison, you know, the psych ward of the hospital. They have not so happy ghosts hanging out. Yeah.
1: Hi, Lara and Patty. Must for say really love you, Lara. I don't know how Patty's abilities work, but can she do a reading for me? My mom died a year and a half ago, and I would love to go on a medium journey to connect with her. Also, I need Patty's psychic abilities on another matter, a brew matter. I was listening to the trilogy episode the other day, and I found myself laughing. Thankful I've never had a brew mishap like that. Then, all of a sudden, a blocked memory flooded back to me like had been awoken by intense hypnotic therapy, had most certainly had a brew mishap, and one that will probably be considered much worse than that. So, brew is what I call pooping. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it I'm like, what is, to brew? I'm like what is brew I'm is you're like a cauldron deep
0: esoteric what oh yeah I'm, no
1: it's uh, <laughs> oh so my
0: my newsletter which is called witch's brew yeah. is witch's poop <laughs> Read witches poop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It all goes back to college. I was in my dorm suite with my boyfriend. As an aside, he was a huge babe. I feel like I had to violently brew, and then this almost never happens to me, so I knew it was going to be intense and loud. I couldn't ever let him hear this, and I needed to muffle the sound somehow, so I thought, shower. However, the shower and the toilet were in different rooms. There was only one thing I could do. I got a plastic bag and brewed into the bag inside the running shower. It didn't go well, and I won't describe what I mean by that. I think you probably know. I must have blacked out because I can't for the life of me recall how I disposed of the bag. Anyways, a day later, we get an alert from the school that E. coli has been found in the water supply. So I guess my question for Patty is, was I really the reason why the E. coli was found in the water? (laughs) As you can tell by my email address, I wish to remain anon. (laughs) <laughs> that is really
0: funny, but no, absolutely not. That is not, unless somebody was going around in the sewer, the fresh water supply, I'm not even being a, a psychic witcher, mm-hmm. your fresh water supply is not affected by what goes down your drain or your sewer. So Love that. that's just a weird coincidence, but pretty funny. <laughs> no, but nobody got E. coli because of your brew in Love. the shower. Ah, and hard to do a reading, um, without specific questions or being a little bit closer than that yeah yeah that's a tough
1: one but maybe she can get in touch if she wants a reading from you and then you can do like uh, a one-on-one yeah that would be great happy to questions for patty Babe, a long-time listener, first-time caller. I have two questions I'd love to hear from Patty on. One, I had three pretty hardcore pregnancy losses, two miscarriages, and one ectopic that burst my fallopian tube. I have since successfully have a baby boy, and I had a daughter before those losses, but I'm curious about what becomes of them. Did I help some old souls fizzle out? Did they somehow become remnants in my son? Or is that just it? They're done. Mm-mm. No, they're there. They're there. They're there. So
0: a lot of times um with even abortion, with miscarriage, with stillborn birth, they just needed that spirit to be birthed. So you probably have spirit babies all around you. And probably your little ones, your your living little ones, see them. If you ever notice, especially when they're young, young, when, before kids get taught out of them, mm-hmm. your little baby looking up and talking and gurgling to somebody, they're probably seeing the spirit babies. So you probably had to do that. Um, to bring, I'd say a little bit, sometimes they bring levity to your life, a little joy, a little luck, you know, and just to birth them that, but they needed to be that side of the veil. They just, it was not the time for them to be for birthed. For them to come. For them to come in. They still may come if it's not for you, for another child, for one of your children's children down the line or another one, but they had to be birthed into spirit, mm-hmm. but not into this
1: life even when it comes to like abortions Mm -hmm. when you're talking about that because i know that's like such a sensitive subject Mm -hmm. for people and obviously like a it's a woman's choice what she wants to do with her body when when you're making that choice is that just part of the grand design of things like from a witch's perspective or a a person talking about the other side of the veil or coming through like?
0: I, I believe that again, even the unborn fetus or the seed of the sperm going into the egg is a grander plan. There mm-hmm. is a grander plan. They know that they're gonna go in and, and they're gonna be aborted at this. They I for whatever reason they had to do this, they had to do that. I mean, there is fate. We can't not control everything. Mm-hmm. Um somebody who gets hit by a car didn't necessarily do something bad to get hit by a car. Yeah. Um there's fate and there's free will and it's a dance between those. Mm-hmm. Um so I think it's true really with abortion is that's what that, that, that little spirit had to be, you know, and who's just this certainly not being judgmental about it. Is that better yeah. birthing a baby that you don't want or that gets not taken care of or get given away? No, that's not how cycle of life works. Mm-hmm. It never has. We put all
1: this weird stuff on it. Yeah. Or make it more complicated. We make it more
0: complicated and we make death or non-life something scary that's all part of the process too Mm -hmm. especially in this country what we've done about death
1: i know death becomes a really aging and death become like almost a death sentence within themselves where you're already halfway there before you've even reached that point yeah Number two, if she's able to give messages, I'd just like her to tell my mom, I'm sorry I didn't go to the palliative care center when she was about to pass on. I used my daughter as an excuse for being incapable of handling it, and I feel like a dick almost every day. Patty can actually tell my mom that I feel like a dick. She'd laugh. She,
0: she doesn't, she, there's nothing to forgive. She actually didn't want you there. She, it was easier for her to pass when you weren't there. So, you know, that the, the, what you, we think is again the right thing. Oh, I'm supposed to be there. You weren't supposed to be there. So whatever excuse you came up with, whatever excuse you were supposed to, you weren't supposed to be there. My mom, in a sense, did the same thing to me, put people in my way. She just would not, she just waited until I wouldn't be there to to pass. Mm -hmm. A lot of spirits really just don't want some of their loved ones around them. It's easier for them to wait. So let go of the guilt. Your mom is fine with it. And she says, you're a
1: cute dick. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost in our old apartment. My husband, then boyfriend, swore he had a ghost that followed him when we lived in San Diego. We've since moved to Texas. He called it Pat. He thought it was female, but wasn't sure. I've never experienced anything, though. Was Pat really there, or did he just hype it up too much, even recording a video? Or was it actually his dad who had passed that was just fucking with him? Thanks.
0: Um, They're real. I mean, again, I've been talking to my whole life. I travel around the world, and... They have TV channels are about ghosts these days. I'm on half of them. Um, No, there. If you really think you have a ghost, you probably do. Or the there's not a reason to to not. I don't think it. I'm not getting a hit that it was his dad. You know, fucking with you. I think you just had a spirit, and and I think it was very androgynous. Even the name Pat is cracking (laughs) me up. I think, and it hard to tell male, female, not sure, because it was very somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, there was nothing bad with Pat. I'm sure. You, you, I'm just feeling it all
1: now. Kind of a, a funny Pat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pat's just Pat. Pat, just Pat, just Pat. <laughs>
1: Hi, Laura and Patty. I lost my dad when I was around three years old. And though I didn't grow up with him in my life, not even stories about him. I can relate to Freckles description from a couple episodes ago about feeling that loss deep in your genetic makeup. I've heard that spirits don't really change that much from the person they were when they were living. I.e. if a person was a jerk in life, they will be a jerk in death too. My question is this, what happens to mental illness when someone dies? If a person suffered from mental illness in life, will it likely come through if they visit from the other side? I believe my dad had undiagnosed schizophrenia when he died. Whenever I've thought about going to a medium, I've wondered this. Thank you.
0: No, they usually, again, there are, they're a, if they were a jerk, they're usually slightly less of a jerk. Again, higher perspective, bigger picture, got a little bit of wisdom out of it. And and ailments go away. They do. They will show it to me um, like, oh, I can breathe now. I have a left leg again. And and dementia, mental illness, schizophrenia, Um, you get to see their best selves. So don't be afraid of talking to someone. Um, no, because you will see the essence of who your father was without the disease. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: Well, thank you so much for being my guest today. oh, This, this was, was a, such a pleasure. Thank
0: you. This was fun. Thank you for having me on. Yeah,
1: I would and, love to have you back anytime. Anytime, so, I would love it. Um, can you tell the readers where they can find out more about you if they wanted to get in touch or get a reading or something yes. like that? Assuming um, that you do that. Yeah, I
0: do, do that. You, I okay. see people every day. Um, I, if anybody local Los Angeles comes to sit in my dining room table in Hollywood, otherwise I do Skype, Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp, google hangout all of it all around the world um but yeah patty is the best P a t t i n e g r i dot com. from that you can get to facebook and twitter and instagram you could sign up for my newsletter which is brew mm-hmm. which i don't try to sell anything and i just try to make myself do it at least once a month and you'll know when my new book's coming out um and i say when i'm gonna be on i'm gonna be on ghost adventures on tuesday i do those kind of things within it um or live appearances that I'm doing, or if I'm, I'm traveling around. But yeah, I'm really, really reachable. My phone number is right there. You really, really get me. My email is right there. I'm, I'm, I'm very attainable. <laughs> so call me, <laughs> pattynegri.com.
1: I love it. Um, oh, one side note thing. Oh, yeah. I wanted to just ask you about, remember the Yodas that lived in the Dell? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were <laughs> troublemakers. Yeah. I infiltrated one of their parties once and wrote about it for a website that I was freelancing Oh, for my God. For was it wild? It was, was there, wild. Were there girls in the hot tub? With- there were girls in the hot tub. There were lots of topless women. There, they set their pool on fire at one point, yeah, And it was just that. like a wild scene. It was like a hot, different, you know, like there's so many different. Types of people that yeah. live in Los Angeles, and oh it was my like god, going into yes. a subculture that I just don't.
0: Uh, I did a hysterical TV show with him. He used to come. They that's right where I work out every day. Okay, and he used to. Um,
1: Bastion, whatever, Bastion Yoda would,
0: would walk up
1: for any of the readers who are listening you gotta google the Yoda family Yoda or Yoda life, life. Yoda life uh, it was this guy this German guy named Bastion Yoda that lived in the Hollywood Dell and through like crazy parties that the cops would always get called oh, on he would bring he'd have like, like animals there there was tigers, like an elephant uh, yeah, yeah.
0: cage tiger horrible it was really sad fight. with the
1: animals Um,
0: and he he wanted to be like uh, bodybuilder Hugh Hefner. Mm-hmm. Hugh Hefner had nothing on him, but he would walk up to the lake every day. I'd talk to him every day, mm-hmm. but he was kind of an ass. He would like, he had a beautiful old dog and anybody who has old dogs and takes good care of their dogs. I'd love, but he would let his dog shit everywhere or uh, brew everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he would brew. He would not pick it up. He would, he would just like, didn't care about others at all. Mm-hmm. But Oh my God we did this tv show because it's the dell and it was, a, it was a, a fox show came on it was literally supposed to be american idol meets judge judy big production where america votes it was like america idol set but real lawyers really good lawyers mm-hmm. and it was his side the yoda people against the neighborhood and i'm president of the dell like mm-hmm. 1200 homes in the hollywood hills um really good lawyers on both sides but done like woo dancing with the stars yeah so and you he, shot a show with we him. shot a whole show with them yeah there's my was side was it real it was, legal stuff yeah oh really and we met with great lawyers it, it but our side looked like they had me president we kind of all looked I looked even much more I because I don't really look that conservative but I looked a conservative and we had sound experts and real estate experts and, and it was one neighborhood whose life was so negatively affected by him because ambulances can't get up the hill mm-hmm. nothing can get up the hill and on his side he was him and his then wife there with something that didn't even cover Maria, her, Maria yeah. and didn't mm-hmm. cover her nipples and this and that and then these people who had lived in the house before them when it was the Playboy swing house these porn people People, oh, it was a cast of characters like right out of Central Casting, and it was I was just laughing so hard. <laughs> and so, you know, their side would speak, and they'd sound like idiots, and then our side, and then their lawyers were really good too. And they come up to me, well, Patty, um, you don't, you, you don't like that he runs a business. I go, yes. I go, this is a residential neighborhood. You know, having parties with seven hundred people a night, you know, that you can't get in the neighborhood, that that affecting twelve hundred homes. Well, you run, they point at me, the pointing thing. Mm -hmm. You run a business. Yeah. One person around my coffee table is not, but you're (laughs) a witch. Yes. I'm a witch. I'm way out of the broom closet on that one. No, babe. (laughs) It was the funniest thing ever. Our side won. But he, he was, he is a character. Mm -hmm. And if, if he had some humanity, I could have laughed even better at it, the whole thing. But he just, wasn't a real sweet guy. And
1: it was a take. He took himself very seriously. Very serious.
0: And he had to get kicked out of the house because he stopped paying rent.
1: Yeah. He didn't pay <laughs> rent either. And then yeah. he boasted of being like one of the wealthiest people yeah. from like... It's a true mystery. A yeah, true mystery. I'll have to he, send you a link to the He his Rolls Royce with
0: Superman on it. i yeah. mean, so tasteless. Hysterical. It was
1: awful, yeah. but really funny while really it lasted. Really
0: funny, <laughs> really funny. Now in that house is these YouTuber kids that are causing us even more trouble. Oh, really? It's the well, party houses. Yeah, they they. It's like they, a Justin
1: Bieber style party house. And, but
0: Bieber lived there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like, and he was one of the nicer tenants, and that, that's setting the bar really low. <laughs> um, but these kids have been jumping into like Hollywood, so now they're putting bob wire up which is affecting the deer.
1: Oh, See these yeah. kids
0: didn't do it for that reason. They're cuz cuz you know the guy from Jackass did it so they did it. Mm-hmm. But that's they don't probably even know this. They put bob wire everywhere the deer can't get to the water now.
1: Well, that sucks. Yeah. All for clicks. Yeah. Man. Well,
0: silly humans.
1: We'll have to have you back again. I would love to. And uh, until then, love and light.
0: Love and light.